Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. What's good, everybody? Today is Friday, February 3rd, 2023. This is episode number 183 with Crypto Chat with Chapel. Thanks for joining me today. I'm going to be talking a little bit today just about sort of market psychology and managing your positions in a time of relative uncertainty. I know that we have gone up for quite some time now, but I'm going to come back and talk about that after we check in on some of the prices to see exactly how everything is reacting today. So if you're looking across the board at the crypto markets, uh, Bitcoin down 1.9%, Ethereum down 2.3%, XRP almost down 2%, Cardano almost down 2 Doge down 2 Matic down 3 4 Solana down 2 8 you, you get you get the idea here a lot of tokens are down now while this is a normal process if you think about it you you can't go up forever there has to be pullbacks and corrections the question might be you know do you believe that this is a healthy run that we've had or do you think that it's it's something else is it a bear market rally is it a return to the bull market we're gonna i i can't predict nobody has a crystal ball so we don't really know but i'm going to talk a little bit about this after i go through some of these uh token prices you know chain link is down two percent today what else? Ethereum Classic's actually up. Aptos is down 8%. You know, Aptos is really, really hot. It's still up quite a bit, you know, at 1679. Apecoin down to 588, which is almost 5% down. Quant down 3.7%. Near down 3% down to 244. As I've been saying, this, this token Phantom still looks really, really strong at... 62 cents, you know, it's up 2.5% in the last 24 hours and 30% over the last seven days. So it, it has been one of those tokens that's really benefited from the current rally that we've seen. And if you look at the phantom chart over the last 30 days, I mean, it is a, a very steady, steady, steady climb. So when I did my episode on Phantom being a bear market gem, you know, we were still about where we're at now at 21-ish. I'm not, I take that back. I'm, when I say where we're at now at the chart I'm looking at. So on January 4th, Phantom was at 21 cents and it is steadily just ticked up and up and up and up. It's still, here's the thing. So if you're, if you are investing or you're looking for entries in projects, it's still 82% off its high. Now, while a lot of tokens 
will never ever see their high that they had in the previous bull run. So it is a little bit dangerous approaching tokens from that manner. I don't think it's necessarily extremely dangerous when you're talking about some of these protocols that have had teams building that have continued to, you know, sort of ignore the bear market and just build. And I think that Phantom is that is an example of that. And I haven't really interacted on the chain in a while. I need to go back and do that. You know, I, I don't even think, I think I have one position on Phantom that's a, solidly, which, well, that token just took a big old crap, crap on me last year at this time as Andre, for whatever reason, bailed out of crypto. It seemed like he, he almost made it sound like he was done with it, but he came back. That token is trading at uh, four cents. He did abandon that project from what I understand, but he also, but I think also there were developer, developers that stepped in to sort of try to keep it alive. So I did lock away some solidly at the time, but at the time when I was doing this, uh, you know, I was locking it away when it was around, uh, let me go back. Let's see if I can go back to max. It was, you know, six or seven dollars. So, you know, I did, I wasn't locking away a ton of them comparatively speaking. So, you know, if I really believed in the project, which I don't think I really do, I could go back in and, you know, set a position there. I, I'm just not convinced that that particular project has a lot of legs, but I could be wrong. I haven't taken a look at the volume in it for, uh, quite some time. I was on doing the solidly fork on optimism, which is on Velodrome and optimism has been doing amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's around $3. Now that airdrop, uh, optimism when it happened, you know, I think I got 1500 optimism at the time, you know, it was around a dollar. It was a nice, a nice little gift. And that was one that I didn't sell. And, you know, I talked about some of them selling airdrops right away. Like I did sell the Aptos one. And, you know, you look back in hindsight and if I would have held on to it, I would have had a really good position there, but I didn't. And it is what it is. And, you know, at the time of that airdrop for Aptos, what I did was I sold it. Well, actually what I, I lied, I did sell it. But what I did is I did several swaps on a couple of their protocols that did not have a token. So I interacted with those for a potential, once again, just a potential airdrop from, from those protocols. And I was actually doing that before Aptos was live. And heck, I'm, I haven't even checked those wallets in a while. I probably should do that. Um, anyway, so I, I didn't sell my optimism tokens and I do have a position there, but I did finally sell my velodrome tokens the price hit where i felt comfortable to take a little profit and i just dropped my position on that maybe it'll be a mistake i don't know but i am going to i'm i'm on the fence exactly what i'm going to do with though with that with those funds you know potentially i might put them into oasis network which i'm pretty bullish on i think they are 
doing some great things. That's potential. Also, Rainy Corn, Rainy, Rainy, Rainy Studios, which is releasing a game. You know, I could pick up, you know, close to another 100,000 of those tokens as well. So I'm not 100% sure, but I did, did decide to close that out today. So what I wanted to talk about today was managing this crazy volatility that happens in the crypto markets, especially when things are really sort of uncertain, if you will. The tricky part is when you fall into FOMO or you panic and get out of position in the market because things are red. You, what you need to do is really determine what, if you are investing, this is not financial advice. I'm just talking about what I did. You have to determine what kind or what type of investor or trader you are. If you've listened to my past episodes, you know full well that I do not consider myself a trader. I don't consider myself an expert when it comes to trading. Well, an expert, I think I'm pretty good at finding good projects, finding NFT projects after a couple of years in the space. If you look back on my previous podcast, you're going to see some of the tokens that I have talked about have done really well. Not, not, not all of them. I mean, nobody bats a thousand. But by and large, I've been nailing down some pretty great projects. And because of the price action or this rally here, or whatever you want to call it, you know, it doesn't, it does make me appear or like, Hey, you called something right. But I know full well that, you know, price action, price action is price action and it could go in any direction. So decide what kind of person you are in the crypto space. Are you going to be somebody that buys and holds? Are you going to be somebody who buys and stakes? Are you going to be somebody who hops in and out of trades? I think definitely the most difficult position is the position where you're going to come in and trade the market. In other words, you're going to look at the charts and try to predict where prices are going to go in the relative short term. Can you spot a trend in a token and get in early enough to, you know, have a profit? So from my stance, and I've said it many times, I spend the vast majority of my time researching and learning and interacting with people on Twitter, making friendships, if you will and trying to dig through the noise that is crypto Twitter and crypto in general to find projects that are pretty good. For example, you know, I talked incessantly about magic, which is almost at $2 now, which is nearly a 10 times since, you know, my earlier episodes. Now, a lot of them have gone 10 times, but regardless of what happens in the next month, to a year or whatever. I don't, magic is a, a heck of a ecosystem. And even if we knew here, which is certainly possible, my stance on magic doesn't, doesn't change. You know, my stance on GMX doesn't change. So 
I'm looking to position myself for a longer horizon. I, I'm still not convinced that we are fully into a bull run ascent for a new high. I'm open to being wrong. Still have the positions as I told you. I'm starting to pare a little bit, a few of them down because the rally has started to, in my opinion, started to peter out just a little bit. It's, it's not quite as strong as it was, even though, even though, you know, we saw some rallies in traditional markets such as Tesla and, and Meta and, you know, Apple. So we're seeing a bounce there. My looming concern is a broader economic situation that might not be in as much control as people think it is. So my thought on that, just to give you an idea here, is for the last several months, people in TradeFi or legacy markets or whatever you want to call them, a lot of them have been saying that you know, there's going to be a lot of bear market rallies, but overall, we have a enormous monster or elephant in the, in the kitchen, whether it's inflation or just the, uh, the debt ceiling. I mean, there's so many things, the war in Ukraine that really has the potential to rug everybody. And remember the the Fed has never said that we are in a recession. A lot of indicators indicate that. When, if and when that happens, which, you know, everybody has talked about how terrible it could get, yet it seemed like somebody just flipped a switch and then we started going green again. To me, that is not normal in, in relation to how markets react this it's been like a almost a perfect v-shape bounce which is to me is just really really bizarre now i'm open to it changing i'm open it to being wrong here i'm just i'm just feeling as confident as everybody else i mean i i'm, I'm on the edge but not quite there so if you're new to the space, which I know many of your, many of my listeners are, be patient. Don't necessarily bail out of positions. If you're, if you believe in the position, don't be afraid to sell. Don't be afraid to take profits because this is a long process. I made some mistakes early in my journey by buying and holding when maybe indication was that, you know, we probably should sell at least some of it, you know, leave a moon bag, Me leaving a moon bag is basically you take your initial out and then you just let the rest ride, which I do sometimes, but I also like to take some of that and find a promising project that not a lot of people know about and, and put in there. So th that's kind of how I, I multiply my gains. It's not easy to do when the market is been in this downward spiral, but it has seen 
you know, this January bounce and we'll see how it, it continues to play out. So what you really need to do is determine who you are as an investor, determine what kind of risk you want to take, determine whether you're okay if your tokens you're holding go down by 50% from here, which some of them will, some of them will go to more, some of them will go to zero. And once you get in an emotional place, when I say emotional place is when you cannot be so emotionally con connected to the tokens you hold. Like you can believe in a project, like this is going to go to the moon. Like, it, you know, it's okay to feel that way, but you have to be able to let things go. But conversely, here's where it gets tricky is you have to learn when to hold. So it, it is a very complicated thing and there's no magic formula to that. There are a few projects that I've held through the bear market just because I believe in them enough and I am comfortable if they never return to an all-time high or even halfway. So, you know, there, there's a, I have a balance of, okay, remove myself from, from some positions and hold on to some, and you have to find what your own risk tolerance is. It's going to take a little bit of time to develop. And once you're able to do that, then you are able to really settle in and learn knowing that, Hey, it's either going to go up or down. And these swings from day to day may not be important. You know, I have been practicing a lot of time, not buying on a red day. I mean, s selling on a red day for a token and only buying them on a red day. So that takes some discipline and practice. So it gives you some, some things to think about until tomorrow. This has been Chapo. I hope you have an amazing day. Be in the here and now. Be good to somebody. Learn something new. Until next time, this has been Chapo. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.